Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. We come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, it's Saturday afternoon, and you're probably looking just to kick back and not care about much of anything and like that. But I know some of you. I've met many of you, and many of you listen to this show because you care and you want to make a difference in the world. So last week I started what is going to be a series, and it's going to be heavy. I'll warn you. I know. I know. It's Saturday, and you think you should just be out laying on the by the pool or going for a hike or something like that. But if you're listening to this show, I want to thank you. Because one of the things that is the goal of this show is to help people become leaders and fight uh, fight all that's going wrong on the internet and protect our kids. And that's one of the reasons I have this show. For those of you that are just tuning in and have never listened to this show, it is brought to you by an organization called Million Kids. M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. And we are an organization located here in Southern California, been in business about 15 years, and we are dedicated to keeping kids safe from predators. And I wanted to do a series of shows about a subject that is just heavy, heavy on my heart. And I need you. I mean, the world needs you to understand this. I'm just one person, you're one person, but if we can all understand this, we can help keep our kids at least safer. Now, I'm going to give you a little background on this. We're going to talk about sextortion that is coming out of foreign countries and coming right into our kids' bedrooms, right into their video games, right onto the Snapchat and Instagram, and tricking and blackmailing our children in a way that has reached proportions that I have trouble even wrapping my mind around. And sextortion is something I've been absolutely passionate about for a long time. Many of you have seen the movie that we're the executive producer, co-executive producer of, called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. And if you have not seen that, it is on uh, YouTube. No, it isn't. I got that wrong. It's on Amazon, and it's on iTunes and Apple TV called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. And anybody of any age can see that movie. So I've been combating sextortion for, um, I would say, probably well over 10 years But it has uh, changed in the last uh, about one year, and it's changed in a way that I just want to sound the alarm. I want all of the the parents and the grandparents and the school executives and and the city executives to stop in their tracks and pay attention. It is so insidious that it is difficult for me to actually even get my arms around it to share it with you. But what I'm going to do over the next couple, three weeks on this radio show is share with you some of the cases that have happened in this case. So the short version is the kind of vanilla version, if you will, because there are differences in the different cases. But what is happening is that the entire world has been connected by internet as of last 
year, 5G high-speed internet. Going into places like Nigeria and, uh, you know, Ivory Coast and Philippines and Pakistan and Belize and, and places that are struggling financially, and yet now they're online. And now, just in the blink of an eye, any one of those people can come in and access your child if your child is online. And it gets even worse if your child takes their device or phone to the bedroom with them at night, they can come into your child's bedroom right in the middle of night. And I don't hear people standing back going, oh my gosh, this is a game changer. Well, mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, this is a game changer. And we ought to be screaming this to the top of our lungs and at least doing so, okay, we need to settle down and have legitimate conversations. But if you don't understand the danger, then you can't really appreciate how much um, your own family, your own child can be targeted. And it's the kind of thing where knowledge is power. And, uh, and it's really about understanding. But out of all the things, I hear a lot of conversation about don't take drugs, don't vape, don't do fentanyl. But what I don't hear is this conversation about how sextortion works and how easy it is for our very best kids to get involved. This is the reason why I want this series. You're going to find out that the victims, and we're going to talk about victims here, the victims are not who you think they are. They are not kids on the edge. They are, for the most part, not kids that are like running away or, you know, doing risky behaviors and things like that. Almost every one of the victims are super responsible young people that are very smart and very disciplined. And you and I, if we were betting people, would say that kid will be the last person to be a victim. And yet in these cases, they are the first person to be the victim. And when they get caught, many of them take their own lives. And it is done so in such a way that nobody, nobody ever understood what was going on, even though they were very close-knit families. So I want to talk about this. I started with an article, and you can look this up if you want to, called Sextortion Training Materials Found on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. Now, this is a... Uh, uh, article published by NBC, in this case, uh, January 27th, 2024, Sextortion Training Materials Found on TikTok, Instagram, chat, Snapchat, and YouTube. So this article starts to talk about something called the Yahoo Boys. And in this case, they're talking about financial sextortion. And this is exactly what is happening. If you're not familiar with the word sextortion, it is a combination of sex and extortion. So it's blackmail for you know either a, an image of some sort, even if it's an altered image and the individual, and this is going to get more and more as we get AI, or if it's um, maybe somebody caught on live streaming without realizing what is happening, or they will get involved like with YouTube or something like that, um, uh, 
the the big one, Snapchat. So what they're saying here is it's new in that it's financial sextortion. Now, we've been dealing with sextortion for a long time. In the past, what has happened is a young girl will send a photo thinking she's going to be a porn star or she has some new boyfriend, and they begin to blackmail her. But this is focused on young males. Usually when they're blackmailing in the past, what they wanted was more photos. That is because the perpetrator is really a pedophile who is looking to get photographs or images that he can trade in the dark web on those large-scale pedophile rings. But the kind of sextortion we're going to address during this particular series is not about getting more photos, but rather about getting money and a lot of it. And on top of it, because these are coming out of, for instance, Nigerian uh, underground criminal networks, they are absolutely brutal. And our child is just so uh, unprepared to stand against, for instance, a Nigerian underground cartel. But that's exactly what they're dealing with. So what is uh, happening, according to the article here, is that is a non-organized cyber criminal group coming out of West Africa. In this case, they were called the Yahoo Boys. Now, there are many, many of these groups. Keep in mind, they're very poor people over there, and yet they now have been given that 5G high-speed internet access right into your home or right into your kid's school as they access the devices. Sextortion is a crime that involves adults coercing kids and teens into sending explicit images. This is a quote from the FBI. The criminals threaten their victims in wide distribution of explicit photos, including the victim's family and friends, unless they pay them. Repeatedly, through a variety of peer-to-peer payment apps, cryptocurrency transfers, and gift cards. They say repeatedly because even if you pay them, it will never be enough. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes and Technology. Be right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590 The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of MillionKids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says, I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one of a kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. 
What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two-inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at, and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sean and Colleen of Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we are talking about global sextortion groups, uh, organized criminal enterprises coming right into your child's a bedroom, accessing their devices and tricking our children to a point where they will either be photographed without realizing it, be live streamed where they're recorded, or they will send a video or an image thinking they're talking to someone that is not who they are. In this case, we were talking about the group here, and they know about this group because they've actually extradited them to the U.S., in a couple of the cases, and they are being charged. The Yahoo boys were coming out of Nigeria. And in this case, what is happening is they're tricking kids and they're demanding payment and a lot of it. They use Instagram, Snapchat, and Wiz, W-I-Z-Z. If you are not familiar with Wiz, you should be mom and dad. Look it up. I believe no young person should ever be on Wiz, W-I-Z-Z. It is a replacement for Omegle, which was taken down. Basically, it is talk with strangers. So if you're on that side, your chances of being seduced and, and duped are much, much greater than any of the other sites for the most part. So these Yahoo boys, uh, what they did is it's a get-rich-quick scheme out of West Africa. And so what happens is they go in and they meet the young person, and then it looks like a relationship, and then almost immediately the blackmail begins, and it's all about getting money. These two Nigerian men were extradited to the U.S. to face charges and a sextortion scheme. So they actually got two of them, but that is a drop in the bucket because as third world countries see how lucrative this is, and many of them do not have extradition kind of relationships, many people will be doing this to our kids. And this is exactly why I wanted to have this radio show today and over the next couple of three weeks is I want you to become experts on this and help us craft ways to develop solutions. So the indictment reads that um, unidentified co-conspirators use fake accounts on Facebook and Snapchat 
to pose as attractive young women and connect them to male users and gain access to their friends and followers list, then entice the victims into sending that explicit photo. I want to make that very clear because this is something that I think many of us, including our children, do not understand. When you go on TikTok and, and, or uh, Instagram, and once you've started that relationship with someone, they can access all your followers. They can access the list of everybody that's on there. That's true of Facebook too. And so that it is very easy to create a, a, a visual. Think about this. They've tricked your kid into sending some sort of illicit photo. And suddenly this kid who thinks he, and it's mostly males, 13 to 17, that are doing this. And they send this photo because she sent a photo, or maybe you've even had some interaction online and you think it's the real deal. And suddenly you, you are sent that photo with a list of all your followers. And the, and the blackmail begins, see this list, see this photo. So I think that's one of the important points to understand how this is different than in the past. In the past, they just say, I'm going to send this to everyone you know. I'm going to send it to your family. But now with this technology, you suddenly have your naked photo and a list of everyone you know in front of you. And that threat, along with the visual image, is enough to put the fear of God right down to your very toes. And one of the reasons I believe the impact of the visual makes these kids panic. Uh, NCRI is a research group studying this. They said they found dozens of videos on TikTok and YouTube that showed self-described Yahoo boys engaging in sextortion by using searchable phrases like blackmail format or hashtags like hashtag Yahoo boys. They also found scripts on scribed teaching others how to extort their victims using similar search terms. The materials on the various sites have been viewed by over half a million times. So how to do this? This is not only blackmailing our kids, but they're teaching other poor kids in third world countries that now access technology on how to go about doing this. NBC News reviewed some of the materials still up on some of the platforms. One video posted to YouTube instructed viewers on how to catch a client, keep them engaged by acting like a real girl, and how to convince them to send increasingly explicit photos. The video contained a walkthrough on how to threaten a victim and coerce them into sending payments. So you have how-to videos all over the internet to show all the newbies in third world countries how to trick and violate our kids. Honestly, those technology companies are responsible for finding that and getting that take, taken down. So uh, a document posted described, S-C-R-I-B-D, that's an app, contained a script with seductive and explicit enticements leading to escalating threats. The document said, you ready to comply with me? I will make you so miserable that you can't even think. I will send your nudes to lots of people online. Do you want this to happen, yes or no? If you do not want it to happen, you will have to pay me. How much you got there? If you're thinking of 200 bucks, forget it. I'm posting your nude and gonna make you die in pain. 
This is on the internet about teaching others how to exploit our kids. And that ought to be taken down and taken down immediately. So uh, NCI researchers found detailed scripts that have been available for years. Uh, they're still available on Meadows, Instagram and Snapchat. Um, TikTok, YouTube, Scribe, and Meta prohibit content like that, but unless it's pointed out to them, they don't take it down. So they have strict rules. In this case, Yahoo Boys have been operating for years on mainstream social media platforms. The parent company of that platform has been known to substantially terminate the activity. So what is going on here? Even in a private account on Instagram, the moment a user accepts a scammer's follow request, that scammer can view and try to connect with all your friends and, and followers. This is something that if you don't understand it, you need to sit down and talk about it with your kids. That if they get your photograph and you've connected with them, they can immediately access and even copy and show you a list of all your friends and followers. On Snapchat, users should be made aware that the photos can be saved and screenshot. Parents and educators should combat the belief that the photos sent on Snapchat disappear, which can create a false sense of security. So I'm reading this article, and what I want to do next is start to look at some of these cases that are going on. Because what is happening in these cases, and I have about, oh, probably 15, 18 of them I'm researching. Let me tell you why I'm researching it because in the next section, we're gonna to start to talk about some of these kids. I'm researching it because some child lost their life. And by child, I mean 15, 16, 17, 18 year old males who were straight A students, who were solid family kids, who were head of their class, who were homecoming kings or football stars or you know, the, just the pride of their whole community. And I'm used to in combating traffic and working with kids that are on the edge of society, kids that are runaway or pregnant or maybe been in the foster system much of their life and like that. This population of victims in these extortion schemes are some of the finest young people that ever walked the face of the earth. And they panic. And I want to look at these cases and understand why, because that is how we're going to keep other kids from making this same mistake. In many of these cases, most of the cases, they had never, ever sent anything online. Most of these kids were absolutely pillars of their community. They went to church. They were uh, close-knit families. They were... Uh, uber responsible young people. And I do think it might be the very fact that they are multiple uh, levels of responsibility in their, in their commitment to life. Uh, these are kids who want to do what's right and be a leader. And suddenly when they are trapped, it becomes so brutal, they panic and take their life. And that's what I want to talk about so we can stop this from ever happening again. It's break time. We'll be right back. 
Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we are talking about the latest trend and it is just getting started. And I want so much for all of you out there to understand this and become leaders in helping combat this. And the trend is sextortion, which has been around a long time. People have been blackmailing other people after they send photos and images and like that. But this one is different. This is not local pedophiles throughout the United States that are tricking our kids, although that trend still persists. But this is a whole new crime that I'm going to ask you to understand. And I hope some of you will come forward and take a leadership position on this, especially if you work with kids in any way, shape or form, especially teenagers. So I have a whole bunch of these here. Uh, we're probably going to run out of time on some of them, but and we'll do some more next week. But I last week talked a little bit about Tevin Tobler. He was out of Utah, and I want to just kind of renew that. And that will take us into looking also at uh, Ryan Last and Jordan DeMay and Waylon Schaefer uh, and then Walker Montgomery. And this, what I've done is done a research study of what was different about each one of these cases, because I'm trying to understand it. You know, I, I say to myself, if I can see what happened here, maybe I can share that with other people so that it won't end the same way. So I'm going to start with Tevin Tobler, uh, just a great, great kid. Uh, lived up in Utah, and he had a family that cared about him. He was uh, very much loved by his family. I'm going to give you uh, some of the information about this and show you how this all happens. 
The one of the things I, I want to point out before we really get started is that uh, Kevin Tobler um, never had done anything like this that we could find. And in doing so, uh, it was brutal. At the end, before he decided to take his life, uh, literally, he received over a thousand text messages in 24 hours, some as often as every 30 seconds. I want to start out by pointing this out, that this crime is different than any of the other crimes that our kids stand against. You show me an adult, let alone a young man like uh, Tevin, that is prepared to stand against threats coming at the rate of 1,000 every day, 1,000 every day, many of them encouraging him to take his own life if he can't come up with the money. He said, um, like Tevin's family, I was confused as to what could have driven Tevin to suicide, knowing that a teenage cell phone is essentially their private journey. I asked the family if I could search his phone for any clue. This is coming from the investigator of the Tevin Tobler case. So uh, Tevin did give them money. In almost every one of these cases, they end up trying to give them what they have, which is nothing near what they're demanding. I think one of the first things we have to have the conversation with kids is if you get yourself in a position where you're being blackmailed, and keep in mind, your child may, in the future may not be guilty of anything. With artificial intelligence, they can take an image of some nude body or sexual act and take your child's head off and put it on that body and start to blackmail you. And the kid you know, is terrified to go to school because he's saying, that's not me, that's not me. So your kid may be guilty of it, or may not. It isn't that isn't the point. What is the point is that we need to share this with our kids because we need to be able to say to them if somebody wants money from you, please come to us because you will not be able to ever give them enough money where they will go away. Even if you give them $10,000 or $20,000, they know you're going to pay and they will keep coming after you. So let's talk about this. If you're going to have devices of any kind, this is how this financial blackmail works. Now, you may not be guilty or you may be guilty. Either way, I'm going to love you and I'm going to help you through it. But this is bigger than any one of us. So that's the first hint right there. Don't do anything crazy. And two, don't send money because you won't have enough money to ever pay them off. From the time the person responsible for Tevin's suicide made contact with him, everything happened in less than two weeks. Now, that's one of the things that I'm starting to study. In some cases, it's only four hours. In a couple of cases, it went on for quite a long time, a couple of months. In Tevin's case, it was only two weeks. That is an eternity. And I would think that their behavior would change. But in this family, they said we were very, very close, and he hid it very well. In Tevin Tobler's case, um, this is one of the earlier cases. That's why he started with it. Um, it it's about a couple, three years old, I think now. In his case, everything happened in less than two weeks. His blackmailers were from the Ivy 
Ivory Coast. I bet you most teenagers today can't even tell you where the Ivory Coast is. And that is one of the conversations to have, to sit down and show their kids, where is Nigeria, where is the Ivory Coast, and what is happening? Poor people who never had communication devices in their life are using their poor kids to trick our poor kids. And it is all about money in a big way. The family said police told them the overseas scammer uh, had his or her ability to get to Tevin in among the most manipulative ways they had seen. He was demanding money be sent to him by Western Union. I find that interesting because how many teenagers today even know how to contact Western Union and how to send money through Western Union? Most of them are used to Bitcoin and and Zelle and that kind of thing. And, and that should be a discussion maybe that you have also with your children, that if they're demanding money by Western Union, you are dealing with, a, you know, a West African uh, organization of some sort. And you're not going to be able to stand against them. You need to bring in help. And we are here to help you. Even after collecting all the money he had saved since boyhood and he sent it to the scammer, the harassment continued. It was called relentless. If he blocked one phone number, then the suspect would find another way to contact him. I would love to have this information shared with every teenager and every parent on earth because you need to be able to understand the idea here. This kid made a mistake, but he is just an exceptionally responsible young man. Now, I think there's something to that, that they're, they're focusing on kids who are more responsible than others because they panic if they see that their self-image, their image at school, their their image with their parents is going to be tarnished, they don't know how to deal with that. We need to get there first. You know, yes, I want you to be all you can be, and I want you to be a leader. But if you see this being tarnished in some way, let's talk about it. Everyone makes mistakes. And in this world of going on a device, you are going to, at some point, be targeted by someone in one of these foreign countries. And so let's prepare each other to stand against it. So uh, wanting them to send money, he sent them money, and then it was not enough. He blocked them. They kept coming back. It is at that point, surely somebody would come back and began to to realize you're not ever going to be able to stand against it. But don't use that. That's that pivotal decision point, parents, that you need to have that conversation with your child. Sit down and say, what are your options if you find out that you have become a victim of this? You can give in and give up your life, but imagine giving your entire life to some foreign telemarketing operation out of Western Africa, when in fact you can be a leader. You can come to us, we can go to the police, 
and we can help save other victims. You are not their only victim, and this is going to become more and more and more prevalent as technology advances. So my name is Opal Singleton. We're talking about overseas extortion cases that are targeting our children. We are coming up against a break. I hope you'll stay with us, and we'll be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book. Educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590. The answer. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951 781 That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and I'm the host of your show, and we are talking about this just beginning phenomena that just scares the living socks off me. And that is where people from third world countries, from West Africa, from Ivory Coast, from Nigeria, from Pakistan, come right into our kids' lives and they trick them and start demanding money. 
I want to take the next few weeks and run a series on this so that you can be prepared to do intervention. In this case, after uh, Tevin ended up taking his own life, uh, what they found was these these people, these uh, criminals were just relentless. They uh, He gave money, they wanted more money. Uh, he would block their number, they would find another way around it. So the investigators looked at his Snapchat, Yahoo, and Western Union accounts. It was traced back to Africa in this case. They started working with Homeland Security, and they began to go out and find out that this was, in fact, uh, taking place with uh, suspects that reside in primarily high-crime, poor areas with little electricity, hut-style homes, They were not able to provide an identification of the suspect and could not isolate the location of the IP address. It was determined that they would not uh, extradite the suspect, even if they were located. So what happened here is, in the case of Tevin Tobler, he didn't use social media all that much, quite frankly. He did have Snapchat uh, because he's talking to his buddies, and they would text message Uh, In order for him to find out about sports practices and other events, he needed to be included on the Snapchat group message. And so it wasn't like Tevin was on there a lot, but he was on there enough to not understand what was happening to him when he got caught up in it. So uh, the Toblers would like to see more education about the dangers of phone apps and social media taught in high school. They say they are surprised by the number of people who hear the story of Tevin and didn't know about it. So what happened, and and they're talking about other cases, and I'll be uh, talking about here. That's why the family wants parents to let their children know they can talk to them or a trusted uh, person. Uh, He gave them pretty much everything he had. I was really, really surprised he didn't come to us because it was such a big deal. Uh, Mrs. Tobler went on to say, I would have bet everything that Tevin would have trusted us and come to us and tell us. But in this case, it did not happen that way. So I want to just kind of, uh, we're going to be talking about several other cases, but these cases are unique as I begin to understand them. And this is why I want to take this time to share with you, because we need leaders and we need to deal with reality. But as I'm sitting here with about 15 cases that I'm building a grid of comparison, one of the things that I see are these are exceptionally responsible young people, people who are disciplined, people who believe in honesty, people that would go out of their way to help other people, people that you think are your very, very close to in your family and would never dream it. But what I think has to happen is we cannot take for granted that our kids know what is really happening in their online environment. We cannot leave it to you be careful on that thing now. In fact, in case after case that I've analyzed here, they have often told their child, don't ever send a photo. But if you do, please trust me enough that you will come to me. I believe that's the fact that so many of these kids are really, really responsible kids that when suddenly they see the photo of themselves that they've sent, and there's various ways that this has taken place, that they get caught up in it, 
But once they have that photo out there, the next thing they see is the list of followers. And that I think that, that being a very responsible kid just puts the fear of God in them. They suddenly see their whole life going down the drain. They suddenly think that their parents' pride in them is going to just go away and collapse. And they're not able to, to accept that. And so this is the area that we need to start. This is such an important thing because in the future, they may not send the photo, but they will be blackmailed because with AI, anybody can be blackmailed with an altered photo. And, you know, think about this with kids. Image is everything with our kids. They spend hours making themselves look good on social media. So if suddenly everyone at school sees you there in all your naked glory, you know, and you you suddenly see yourself in a shame-based position, you panic. And that needs to be talked about, you know, long before they're ever approached, because the odds of your child being approached online sometime over the next couple of years are pretty great. And so we need to be able to say, don't ever put anything online that they can use. You play video games, it's win or lose, win or lose. Well, if you don't ever put anything online, it is going to be much more likely that you win. But if you put something online, it is very likely in this crazy world that somebody is going to get a hold of it. And you're going to be blackmailed. If that happens, trust me, do not lose your valuable life. I love you too much to do that. And we need to have that conversation. But we also need to have the conversation for them to understand that in the future, any one of us can become victims. So we need a different attitude like this. If your friends are caught up in it, you know, get them to share and be able to report. The value of reporting is one, we can help you live through this because you're not going to be able to come up with enough money to stop them. And even if you block them, they're going to track you down. So come to us. We will form an army to go against this. This is war, if you will, because they're picking on some of our brightest and best kids. And the good news here is if you're willing to report, then we can engage law enforcement to go out and find out who these people are. And they need to pay a price. The other thing you need to understand is you are not their only victim. These guys have hundreds and thousands of victims. That's how they're making their money. And so you're not the only victim on this. This is an opportunity for you and I to work together and save other kids if it comes to that. But in the meantime, I want you to know this is happening. And I want, this is Opal speaking to you. I thank you for listening to this show. This, in my opinion, is one of the greatest callings of all time. And I don't know many of you that are listening to the show, but bless you for doing it. Because if you're listening to this, you most likely want to be a leader and a leader for the future. Think about this, mom and dad. This isn't ever going to get less complex. You know, we are just getting started with the entire world connected by internet. 
and we're just getting started with artificial intelligence. And we're just getting started with sophistication of apps and video game chat rooms and dating sites. So we need to start today to become a leader. I believe how we prepare this generation of young people to live in a global high-tech world will set the stage for all future generations. And that is very, very important that we get this right. My name is Opal Singleton. You can contact me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. If you want to donate and support this program, uh, we live at the generosity of folks like yourself. Uh, We're not a big, fancy corporation. We make our money work anywhere that we can to be able to help victims and educate against these kinds of crime. Just go to millionkids.org and slash donate, or there's a P.O. box on there if you're old-fashioned and want to send in those checks. I go to the mailbox, I'll pick up the check, and it makes me smile when I see those. I so much appreciate it. Folks, this is really the fight of our life. You know, there's all kinds of things going on in the world that seem like they're out of control, but this is one of those things where we are called to make a change, where we call to leadership to get this right and prepare our kids. Think about this. We got to prepare our kids because one day they're going to be parents of kids that live in an even more complex world, and we better get that right. I thank each and every one of you that support and follow me and kids. I hope that I get to meet you out there somewhere. It has been a a wonderful week. I love the spring weather, so I hope you'll take time to stand aside, give your spouse or your loved ones and your family a big hug. Tell them how proud you are of them, how much you love them. I'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com.